So what I heard you say is in so like five, six months, we're packing up and we're getting out of here. <laughs> that was my answer. <laughs> Oh my god forever delayed yeah uh welcome back everybody hi we are here on another after work special that's what and i'm calling it for now on to after work special i know <laughs> i know these thursday recordings i mean <laughs> i always post on everything that we record on right. thursdays like i and love night. it like i feel like it gives me something to look forward to on thursday because you know how everybody's like, oh, Thursday, it's Friday, Junior. And I'm like, yeah, that means I have to go to work again. <laughs> like, I'm not excited about Thursdays. But, like, this gives me something to, like, be excited about, you know? That is funny, though, because, like, I feel like Thursdays for me are, like, my busiest day just, like, in life, right? Like, start to finish is just my busiest day of the week. And, like, going into Thursday, I'll get all the way to, like, the end of, like, my corporate job. And I'm like, all right, now I need an energy drink because I'm going to go home and cook dinner and do this. <laughs> I got all my on it. <laughs> That's so funny. See, my Thursdays are different because I get little baby snuggles now on Thursdays. <laughs> so, like, I just get to snuggle him for, like, 30 or 40 minutes. And then, like, I just feel like my whole body is, like, rejuvenated. And I am, like, ready to go. It's so funny. Y'all, she literally scheduled with my mother, like, hey... I have, you have uh, her son, right? Can we see him on Thursday? She literally goes and meets with my mom. We have a standing date on Thursdays. It's so funny to me. I I love it. But I did like, you know, cut all my hair off. Which if you're on (laughs) YouTube, I cut all my hair off and it's blonde. We got a brand new bitch over here. I know. New girl. Do you not hear all this energy in my voice? Like I'm a whole new person. (laughs) Um, No, that little boy had no fucking clue who I was when I walked into the car. She like, said, he, kept, he said, the fuck? He, like, looked at me and, like, looked at your mom, like, help? And I was like, come here, best friend. And he was like, grandma, do something. Uh, and I just, like, picked him up and he was like, um. That's too uh, funny. Like, it took him a few it's minutes a- of me talking for him to be like, wait a minute. I know this. I know, I, know, I know this. And he's, like, just getting to that age where, like, he's starting to, like, dislike stuff. Like, if he, like, doesn't vibe with it he'll do that you know how kids are just like mute and they just like yeah. in the corner just like creeping or like holding their mom's leg yeah. he's just now getting like that, that part so of funny. his little personality and it's so funny that yeah, he, he was like, off the person. he would like look up at me and then like look at your mom instantly like um do something she opened the car door she's <laughs> <laughs> gonna let her grab me like that. right but then like i pulled out my phone and he was all about just chewing on it so like then we were like fast friends <laughs> but he's like oh that teething that right. one right there that's hilarious. And then, yeah, a cool, like, 30 minutes in, we were just laughing and smiling and bouncing all over the place. So, like, I love that. we're cool. We're cool now. <laughs> but, like, for sure, he was like, who the fuck is this bitch? <laughs> I'm glad that you guys get that little half hour of playtime. I love it. It literally, like, we talked last week or the week before something. I don't even know. <laughs> She's like, fuck what day. It's all been a blur. Um, like when our week starts and like I always said oh my week starts on Sunday mm-hmm. but like my week officially starts on Thursday at around 2 30. <laughs> I feel like it I'm just like sleepwalking over. through my life and then I see that little face and I'm like ugh, I'm alive again. That is true though because when I see him like when he wakes up from his nap usually he's sleeping mm-hmm. when I get him and then we get home and then he wakes up and then I'm like rejuvenated like I just want to play with him I'm like I haven't seen you all day I haven't you know Right. Like, I feel like he just, like, he just, like, brings my soul alive. I love it so much. I don't know if y'all be hanging out with babies that often, because I definitely <laughs> did not until I, ha- I mean, that sounds fucking terrible. Don't hang out with children if they're not your friends or right. yours. That's fucking weird. But I mean, <laughs> but I mean, like, I never had friends with kids. So, like, me being the first one, mm-hmm. it's a whole different experience with children. Yeah. You know, because it's just, like, so genuine. Like, he belly right. laughs because he's genuinely, like, he, like it's, it's just, like, pure joy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. He's literally the best. But besides him, um, how has the rest of your week went? How was your weekend? Did you do anything fun, exciting, boring? Um... Uh... 
what did I do this past weekend? I, I feel like the know. weekend was so far away. I also like, feel that way, but I've also feel like I've been so busy, like literally every day since we recorded last week. Like it's just been I nonstop. Mean. I feel like we recorded like two days ago. Yeah, that's how I feel also. And it's been like seven days. Okay, something that has happened. I don't know if I mentioned on here. I probably mentioned on here because it's fucking, it's been fucking me up. My son has been on a very shitty sleep schedule since the damn snowstorm we had. Mm-hmm. And the last couple days like i'm talking like couple like last two he finally has been like slowly getting back to like we see progress with his sleep schedule and now shift this bitch i cannot ask for anything else <laughs> literally anything else. and that's all i've been focused on i'm like his sleep is like slowly but surely working itself out you know like 15 minute increments at a time but we're getting there right uh, and that oh my god he rolled onto his stomach from his back for the first time in his crib in his little magic sleep sack i woke up oh. to him like bobbleheading around i'm like hello who is this grown-ass baby honestly he i feel like he's giant i know that's i'm like bro so like i feel like that's all i've been doing it's just like he's growing up so fast mm-hmm. i can't keep up work's been work i went there what else did i do <laughs> This weekend, I did. Oh, I'm a hairdresser, so I did my boyfriend's hair. Oh, it took about six hours on Sunday. Jesus. I dealt with the whole lack of sleep thing, so that was lit. Which I, that's all I did. I literally can't think of anything else I did. That's crazy because since we stopped recording last week, I have been doing like nonstop. Like, shit's been like weird at work last week so friday i was just like in a weird mood so i went out with one of our other girlfriends went and had a couple drinks mm-hmm. had a good night took me two fucking hours to get to this restaurant we were supposed to meet at gps yeah. for sure said 35 minutes i get That's like true. a quarter of the way there and traffic just stops it took me almost so two hours i was losing and i couldn't like get to any exit like there was no exit i could get to to even get off and like try to go around like it was a mess Mm -hmm. but that night ended up being fun we didn't stay out too late because saturday like early afternoon slash morning me and my sister went to the circus ole show and that was lit it was amazing that has been forever something i've wanted to go to i always like every time we've ever been to vegas i always see like the Mm-hmm. they're having it there and like i've always been like oh, i would love to go yeah it was so much fun it like i just couldn't like these pe- people their mm-hmm. bodies are insane first of all like there was one girl that was like doing some like acrobatic pool d- pole dancing mm-hmm. but like the pole would lift up like a hundred feet in the air and she'd be oh. doing all her tricks on the the muscles on this woman's body I were mean- in same but they're also doing all of this like acrobatic stuff with no harnesses and no safety nets 100 feet in there right and i go i can't trust my knees not to lock while i'm walking on flat ground (laughs) these people are trusting their bodies and their brains to like move the way they're supposed to simultaneously (laughs) right like it was wild but it's it was so good and then so that was saturday what did i do sunday Oh, Sunday, I I worked Sunday, and then I went and had dinner at my sister's house, mm-hmm. and then... Love it to see you hanging out with your sister more. Yeah, I feel like we've been hanging out a lot lately, which is kind of weird. I mean, weird, but, but good. Like, You're making yeah, up for all the past not hanging out. I mean, out. for sure, like, got into a little bit at her house. <laughs> I swear, y'all. It's, it's because my when my mom is not around, I feel like we're fine. Uh-huh. When my mom's around, I feel like we fight. I don't know how or why it happens, but it like it for sure happens. Every so, single time. Did that. Went to work Monday. Took Tuesday off to go get my hair done. Sat in a salon for five and a half hours. <laughs> so long. Actually, day. like I was fall. I was like, don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. When you texted me at eleven, I texted you at eleven when you were there, uh-huh. and I said, "Had yep. she started yet?" And you said, you texted me at like 5.15 saying we're about to leave. Yeah. Or we just left. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. It was wild. And it like, I got there at like maybe a quarter to 11. Mm -hmm. 
and I think I waited for like three minutes before I got taken back to the chair. Wild. But like it wasn't like I was waiting for an hour. Right. Like I went straight to the chair and we went straight to cutting and coloring. And six hours later, I'm only half done. (laughs) I have to go back tomorrow. What makes me more mad is that usually hair appointments take that long, right? There's processing time, there's stoning time, there's cutting time, there's dyeing time, whatever. It usually takes that long. Like my hair is always taking a super long time. Mm-hmm. But usually you go in with the mindset of like, if you're going from here to here, you're going to have to do it in steps. Right. Like I knew that it was going to take all day. Right. But they close at five o'clock on the dot. Mm-hmm. And she is not a key holder. The girl that mm-hmm. did my hair. So they were right. like pushing her and be like, well, she's going to have to come back. We're not going to be able to finish. Right. And like they had a different girl actually do the cut because she's faster at the cutting and it was like a whole thing that's ridiculous so yeah (sighs) it was a long it was a long day I feel like this has been like the longest and shortest week of my life that's how I feel actually yeah like I feel like we recorded yesterday but I also feel like I've lived an entire life since (laughs) (laughs) that is funny you did you lived you came out with a different person I got cotton candy and the Circus LA show, I was, uh, you don't even know. I saw this big old bag and I said, um, I got to get in that line. I hate that you love cotton candy so much. I don't understand. Great. I literally, I will never understand. Although the pink was like a watermelon flavor, which I was not a big fan of. What's it supposed to taste like? Like cotton candy. Like as a flavor? Yeah. Like it's just supposed to taste like cotton candy? Yeah. Like the blue and pink like ice cream bar? Like popsicle? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Obviously, you can tell I'm not. I don't have an experienced palate. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a watermelon, like a blue raspberry. So like, wasn't like really my favorite. But like, mm-hmm. you know, it but was, it was fresh cotton candy at this point. Yeah. So you know, top notch. Glad you got your fix. Delicious. That was my like fix for the year. So I'm good. Good for a while. You say that, and then we'll go to like a fair or something. You'd be like, ah. You know what? Here. Here's the thing. Living in Portland, there's a lot of shit that happens downtown during the summer. Mm-hmm. like the rose parades coming up soon mm-hmm. and then they like the starlight coming. parade mm-hmm. and then city fair and then cinco de mayo like there's all these things mm-hmm. and you know what all these things have cotton candy, cotton candy. <laughs> see what i mean that's so i was like you'll you'll get cotton candy don't you worry what she meant was until summertime Right. Until, I guess, technically, I guess, Cinco de Mayo's first. Although, I have bad memories of Cinco de Mayo. So. I don't even be going out for anything anymore. So I, I know. Don't even know. I know. But the last Cinco de Mayo we went out together was That's a couple dramatic. years ago. We were both with our exes. So, like, weird. It was not a vibe. No. They were not. vibing, and that made it not a vibe. And that was a problem. You ever put toxic and toxic together? And yeah. alcohol? Right. Too much too yeah, much i went home. i left my ex at the hotel and i went home last that night actually actually yeah actually but <laughs> random side story um i just remember being so hungover that day it's all i was so See, hungover feel like i drink a lot but i don't know if i was just like so irritated that like i lost my like buzz on the drive back to the hotel I was just, like, being annoying. Yeah, so, like, by the time we got back to the hotel, I was, like, I'm fucking done. I just, like, packed my bags, and I left. Like, I'm not doing it. Right. She's gonna fuck this. I went home. I snuggled my puppy. I went to bed. Yeah. Drove that man up to Tacoma the next morning, so, like, cool. You just sat in the car awkwardly? Yeah. So, that, like, Love super, that. super fun. Love that for you. Anyway. But, <laughs> so, we survived the week. That's a pretty large achievement if you would ask me yeah to all the little achievements applause applause right surviving the day is an achievement yeah but before we get into it y'all make sure y'all go check out all of our shit go find us interact with us give us feedback on apple podcast or instagram or youtube subscribe to our youtube if you have not yeah it doesn't cost you anything to push that subscribe button yeah support us you can hit that subscribe button and then just mute us if you don't want (laughs) to don't want the notifications just support everywhere we're we're to be found everywhere so just do that real fast before we get into it thank you peace and love
pause real quick. Hop on the uh, the old TikTok and the old Instagram. Give us a follow. Give us a comment. All the things. You know. You know what you're doing. It's 2023. I don't need to explain <laughs> it to you. <laughs> Honestly. Okay, let's get into it. I feel like for being as young as we are, we have done a lot of things. I mean, I'm a quarter of the way to the 100. I'm a little bit more than that. Just kidding. I'm a little bit less than that. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) Just kidding. But I was thinking that my birthday is coming up. And I've just been kind of thinking about all the things that have taken place. If you on my Instagram, you'll see I've done like uh, 31 days of moi. Girl, I get on Instagram. I get it in text every day. I get... <laughs> <laughs> you tag Listen, the podcast, so I get it three times. <laughs> I'd be like the cutest kid in the whole world. But I, I was just thinking about like, because I was looking back at some of my older pictures mm-hmm. and like thinking about like where my parents were in their life at that time. Versus where I'm at right now. Mm, and I feel like it's two different worlds. How old were your parents when they had you? Um, I think my mom was 21 when she had me. Mm. But even like where my parents were in their 30s. <laughs> and where I am in my 30s. <laughs> oh shit, I can't with the whole hiding that shit. <laughs> like it's just a very different place where were like what give me an example i mean they had a house mm-hmm. they had three children <laughs> All you they were in the midst of a divorce fire i just feel like they were like adults you know like we're like really I doing d- it, like, i feel like i am it. not actually an adult no you, know? you were also a quarter of a hundred with me right, right here right but even at 25 my mom had two kids <sighs> that's bizarre it's bizarre. Like, I feel like I'm not a real adult. I mean, I feel like the level like, of responsibility does go up. I mean, obviously it goes up when you have a kid, but like my mindset entirely. Cause like I would drive like 85 down the freeway, just get to where I need to go, right? Uh-huh. Now I just gotta like show up on time and leave my house when I'm supposed to. <laughs> like like that like, little no more 20 minute drives to work. That's a 45 minute drive. Now. <sighs> that little inconvenience of just like driving the speed limit because I have a baby in the backseat. I feel like it's how my entire life is now. The last six Just, months have been that. Yeah. Going the speed limit. <laughs> and like, What's it's, like? You know how it is, how it feels driving the speed limit? Yeah, rough, that's how, scary. Because <laughs> <how it> <laughs> oh, oh. I feel like you just have to like, even if you're somebody who double checks like the to-do list and like you know like double thinks things before they happen or before Mm -hmm. you do it you know when I had my kid obviously now I have to think about that shit like three times like is it good for me is it good for me is it good for him is it good for us is it good for you know what I mean (laughs) you have to just like double check everything so like in that sense like I feel like the real adulting part I feel like now I have to like responsible or something like just started like all of yeah. a sudden you're an adult now yeah like now i'm like oh, i got responsibilities like gotta make sure you know he's good wherever he's at and like yeah. that alone made me feel like i adulted times 10 just all of a sudden yeah all of a sudden i'm telling you it happened wild. just like that not even when i was pregnant i was wild when i was pregnant not like wild but like i can no, do anything you were you were i can do anything when i, I got pregnant. videos of your twerking and trying to fight people so good time um, just eight months <laughs> trying to fight people don't call cps guys it was a joke but like when you're when you're pregnant you're still you you're just fat you know in my case i was just like no i'm not just fat i'm just like a roly-poly-oly you know and then (laughs) so then from there i was just like just a rounder version of myself and then i was just like i could do anything just and your son was born and you're like well can't be myself anymore (laughs) right now i'm like I gotta like be safe or something. Rough. Yeah, think about know. being safe. Think about the temperature like. outside. I don't know what that's like. I mean, I didn't until about six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> so like I get the whole like not feeling like responsible thing. Yeah. Oh, my hair is touching my face and I can't do with it. Um, so I get the whole like not being like 
or feeling like you're an adult. Right. Because, like, I also didn't until six months yeah. ago. Yeah. I mean, I pay my bills. I grocery shop. I get my oil changed. I have insurance. But, like, I mean, that's about it. I also had when I was, like, 16. Right. So, like. like when I was driving at 16, I also had insurance. Also, <laughs> a job and bills and all that shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's just weird to think about, like, the achievements I've made in my life versus, like, other people. I mean, I feel like comparing it to, like, your mom, the process of having a family. Right. It was, like, the quicker you could get married and food stamps was, like, the goal. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you can, do, you can have three kids and be married by Man. with food stamps. Like, you're solid. You know what I mean? Just, like... Shit, the price of groceries these days, I might sign up for those food stamps. I was like, you wish you had food stamps? <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I wish I had a kid or two around here so I could get some food stamps. <laughs> but I feel like back then, like, that was literally the only thing in life was to have children. I mean, that's true. I feel like that was, like, the thing. Like, it's more socially acceptable now. I don't even know if it would be considered, like, socially acceptable necessarily. No, because I feel like if you didn't have kids and you were, like, in your 30s, people were like, mm, what's wrong with you? Right. So, like, now people are just, like it's okay oh, to wait you. right yeah. they're like oh they're like spending time and enjoying their life and right like, you know. yeah because i feel I like mean, it's a huge difference yeah i mean i know one major achievement is not that i've done this a lot but i've done it more now than i did when i was younger or that i thought i was ever gonna do when i was younger mm-hmm. and that's traveling i feel like i have gone a lot of places that I just like was never like not even something I even thought of doing that was the first thing I thought about because I mean obviously the internet is like readily available to us so like it's it's Mm -hmm. very easy to travel now right like you literally just like google like your little right press a couple buttons and you got a hotel booked yeah seriously I was like you get one of those companies that like do the three-in-one the car the hotel and the flight all in one yeah buttons yeah, I feel a like credit card when you're going to Bali or wherever the fuck. Especially in 2021, between like April and September, mm-hmm. I was on some sort of trip once a month. Yeah, and that's good. And that was probably like the best summer of my life, spring slash summer of my life. Traveling. Yeah, I just feel like I did a lot of things that I wanted. I went on a solo vacation. Mm-hmm. I went on an extended road trip. Yeah, I feel like a solo vacation on its own is an achievement. Oh, it was phenomenal. It was I can drive on a road trip by myself, <laughs> but I don't know if I could fly on a plane. And like somewhere. stay in a city you've never been in. Yeah. In a hotel by yourself. Yeah. It was I great. Like, I mean, it the was... place you did go to was meant for specifically that. Right. Like it was definitely a just sit down kind of vacation. Right. Which was like great. A, I just sat relax. in the sun all day. Yeah. Relax. But it was, I definitely had some anxiety. Like when I got dropped off at the airport, because mm-hmm. I was like, like in the airport by myself, alone, and I was like, "Well, this feels weird." Oh, because that was your first time flying alone too. Yeah, I've never flown alone. Wow! So I was and like, an "Well, this is weird, right?" I went through security by myself, and I was like, mm-hmm. "I guess I'll find somewhere to sit by myself." <laughs> I remember the first time I ever went through or on an a flight by myself. I was going to the south. Mm-hmm. But the long one of the longest flights to this to date that I've ever been on really? was by myself, and it was like yeah, it was like something ridiculous, like fifteen hours or something. That's crazy. And it, I was by myself, and it was like the first time by myself. It was also same- like the time difference probably made it feel much longer than it yeah. actually was. And then it was like the same time that like I had <laughs> I took vibrators on the plane with me. <laughs> so like not only did I think I was gonna get stopped by security for having a dildo in my bag, but I also <laughs> I was also alone just going 15 hours away. You know what I mean? Like it was a whole experience. So, like that alone that's, is an accomplishment. That's an accomplishment terrifying. for sure. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> That's but so I, I didn't I didn't uh I just traveled alone I wasn't like staying alone once I got yeah there. like you traveled to go be with somebody mm-hmm. yeah I picked a city and went by yourself to hang out by with myself people. yeah but I feel like there is a saying that says once you travel alone it's like nothing else comes close to travel oh no it was it was great like traveling like, with people you like almost hate it like obviously listen, you like the people a little bit but we're going on a trip in a, in a while mm-hmm 
with our entire group friends mm-hmm. and i'm a little bit nervous that i'm gonna think back to the time when i was in a hotel by myself and i could do whatever i want <laughs> i mean it's kind of gonna be the same because like all of us are in different stages in our life now like either with baby or pregnant or yeah the the people that know they're going to be aunts and uncles and will never have a kid. So they're going to be like out the house, you know? Right. You got that, you got that one solo guy. That's just like, I'm just going to like, whoever's there. I'm just going to steal your baby. You can be, you can be kid free that weekend. I'll be the mom. You'll just hang out out with them. Yeah. Uh, You can do whatever you want. And I'll just, I'll just be the mom for the weekend. I'm excited to take him on his first trip. That will be an accomplishment. We can. Okay. The snow days made me kind of take a staycation (laughs) and ask for it. But like, this will be like the first planned, like long road trip with him. Uh Because that'll be the the longest he'll be in the car. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like four and a half hours. That's straight without Without stopping. Right. So be stopping every hour or so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited. And I feel like, again, that's another accomplishment of mine is being able to pay for this trip. Mm hmm. You know, I wouldn't have been able to do that two years ago. Yeah, or like being that person it's like, oh, I could never, but then like blows the same amount right. of money and I'm just like random anything. shit throughout. Yeah. So that's another thing. I mean, I at one point in my young life had over $30,000 in debt and I paid it off in four years. Yeah, it's bizarre to think which about. Which is a lot of money to pay off in four years. That's like a brand new car. And those are usually like five to six year yeah. leases. 72 like yeah and i did it in 45 months yeah that's actually crazy that you went from so much debt to like literally none now like you have no strings tied to the world no it's great like i could literally pack up and leave and go anywhere i want right the second i feel like that is my accomplishment is like being able to not necessarily move out of the state yet because obviously I have, but I do have baggage, to. right? But I would definitely say I'm in the process of like getting to the mindset of being able to do that. Like mm-hmm. just knowing what I want for my son. Like I would say once, I mean, obviously now the neighborhood I live, let me skirt, rewind. The neighborhood I live in now is like very, very good. Like my right. neighborhood now is like chef's kiss. Yeah. I mean, especially from versus where like you grew up to where you are now right like that's so like, a I went from, thing. from hood to good yeah um, I would say hood to great in this neighborhood but right. I'm like low end I'm like the poor of my neighborhood right mm-hmm. like the houses around are like millies right with s's you know like the normal standard house is still uh-huh. like I think the cheapest one around me would go for like nine hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and that's like a shitty one right right so that's like, like the that, old house in the neighborhood Right, like that in itself, like that is probably like my biggest like personal accomplishment is just going from, excuse me, like literally nothing to mm-hmm. having a little, <laughs> but just in a lot better neighborhood. So like I can right. walk outside by myself and not feel like I'm going to get kidnapped or shot or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I can take my son on a walk that I would never do where I'm from. Right. Like right. in my neighborhood, absolutely fucking not. I like, like, would not catch me walking no, no, the no. streets. Like you could take your building and put it in your old neighborhood exactly the way it is mm-hmm. and i wouldn't come over <laughs> but that's exactly what i mean like it's so drastic right and like you guys would have to come here i'm not going there <laughs> and i've moved a lot and every single time i can confidently say other than my very first apartment that was like right down the street from where mm-hmm. i grew up i would say like every single one after that was like substantially better yeah. than the neighborhood that I like grew up in and I'm glad I wasn't one of those people that just like stayed because I was like comfortable right you know like I definitely like saw it better and was like there is this isn't a forever type thing mm-hmm. like there's so much more and like yeah that's something I like cherish now like I will not give up living in a neighborhood that I can walk around in right you'd rather you like know? budget other places in your life mm-hmm. than your housing I feel Absolutely. that I feel that Because that's like, I mean, where, when you and I lived together, Mm -hmm. it was such a cute neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I love, I mean, I took my dog out for a walk at midnight every night and I did not feel unsafe. Yeah, like unsafe. Yeah. Mm -mm. I don't know. And then our work schedules were opposite. So we were usually home alone. Not one time did I like, was concerned about being home alone. Like every noise, like you weren't like, Like, not one time. 
And so, like, when I think about that, I think about where I'm at now mm-hmm. in my grandparents' house. And then I start looking at, like, places. Like, to go rent? To move into. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nope, not that street. Nope, not that street. Nope, not there. Ooh, definitely not that neighborhood. As big as an accomplishment. And I'm like, God, this is, like, so hard. I know. Like, I take so much pride in, like, where I live compared to, like, where I'm from, you know? Mm -hmm. It comes with so many pains in the asses. Pain in the ass things. Pains in the ass? Pains in the ass. The asses. (laughs) Yeah. Multiple pains in the one ass. Yeah. There's just so much shit because, like, having to drive over there because so much, so many people I know are still over there. Like, still yeah. finding a way out, you know, whether their job right. is close to there, whether whatever the case is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen, it takes me over an hour to get to your house. And that's exactly, I. it could be closer. And unless I'm moving into your neighborhood, like, in between my house and your house, I'm not living. <laughs> that's so fucked up. If y'all are in our city, like, you know, like, what's right. between the both of us. But if you don't, it's just a trash. I mean, th- so if I went around the backside the, the longer way i would live mm-hmm. over there but like but the like, straight in between no Mm-mm. yeah i feel like there is a huge portion that is tore the fuck up that yeah. like is definitely unlevable for my standards as well yeah just because like you if you can't walk outside and you have the opportunity to prioritize your living why are you living there right like i get I mean, it like if you actually can't because our city is also fucking expensive yeah which so like I hate yeah i know so like i get it if you don't have any other options but like if you do and you're choosing that life and you're choosing to not budget a better neighborhood like that's on you boo boo yeah that's yeah like i said it's getting really difficult when i look at like i'm tired of looking at places because what's in my budget financially Mm -hmm. is not somewhere i physically want to live right and i keep saying like because so the townhouse that we lived in the complex next to it was for sale a few months ago Mm -hmm. and i so badly wanted to buy it i mean like i would move back into where we lived in a heartbeat yeah it was super cute yeah like i loved it so when i saw the unit next to it for sale and i was like um I could buy the whole thing, live in one, rent the other side out. Yeah, that would have been a steal, though. Yeah. But at least you. The whole down payment thing. I know. At least, though you're not living by yourself, you're definitely taking care of, like, I would say, like, maybe not the independence and the living part of it, but the independence Mm -hmm. and, like, taking care of, like, your mental health so you're not codependent. Yeah. On anybody. You know what I mean? Like, you aren't, like, holding on to your trauma and like healing from your trauma through another person yeah no yeah or, like band-aiding trauma under, with the yeah. person and see i've never really been that way mm-hmm. with my mental health issues because i don't like to talk about them no but not i mean not even necessarily talking about them but i mean like it's easy to be so preoccupied and just like somebody especially That's being true. like a people pleaser yeah. That it's very easy to just please other people and forget to please yourself, right? Right. So, I mean, in that case... I mean, like I don't ever living... forget to please myself, but... <laughs> She's like, girl, that nice thing. <laughs> oh, I mean, but that's no, yeah. part of your mental health. <laughs> no, I understand. Because I do feel like, even in my last, like, actual relationship, mm-hmm. I was definitely struggling and I just needed him to tell me it was okay to feel what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And I needed him to understand why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And he just, like, could not get it. But were you telling yourself that it was going to be okay at the time? No. Or were you just, like, losing it? Because I that, needed like, someone to tell yeah. me it was okay, right? And, like, he just wasn't getting it. And I was like, this cannot, I cannot keep doing this. You're just, like, dying inside. And you're right. just like, yeah, I'm like, it's just like, want to end my life. And you're here talking about, what should I get for lunch? And I'm like, I don't know. We're like, not on the same page. A fucking 20 foot rope. Like, <laughs> right. So, in that sense, yes, I understand the whole like not living with somebody and just like mm-hmm. putting myself off to like make sure everything else is okay. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, cause I feel like I, that's something I still struggle with is like, I'm in the midst of like solving that for myself. Not because I'm like masking my own mental illnesses with other things going on, but I have a very busy life. So I right. feel myself like forgetting to focus on like things that still need work for myself. You know, it's a lot easier to focus on like my boyfriend and like my poor little lizard that fucking has been sick for weeks and weeks, you know, or like my son now or like my job or what, you know, whatever. It's just easy to like find other things. Like the fact that I'm moving this year is like a Mm -hmm. whole other thing. Like it's easy to focus on that instead of being like, what the fuck do I need? Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like the fact that you're working on that part, like is fucking huge because a lot of us aren't right trying, but just trying. I mean, that was um because when did I start this mental health journey in May so it's been almost a year year yeah that I've been like really doing the work to take care of my own insecurities and my own anxieties right like being the best version of yourself and I feel like I'm a better human showing up for yourself I feel like you show up for yourself a lot more I feel like that is something that I've noticed yeah I just feel like I'm like also just like pushing myself to do things that I would not have normally done or I would Mm -hmm. have like hid from like out of your comfort zone yeah and I feel like that's a hard thing like understanding that this is not something I'm good at and then like forcing yourself to like do it yeah I mean even starting my new job Mm -hmm. that was I mean the first week of my training I was like coming home and crying every day because I was like, I'm never going to get this. I'm never going to understand this. But now you're thriving at it. And right. And now I'm like finding things that other people are missing that have been doing this for 30 years. Right. And like now you're like excelling at it. Right. So that's, I mean, that was one thing is applying for that job mm-hmm. was like, should I actually do it? Do I really want to turn this in? I could just mm-hmm. keep doing what I'm doing. I know it. I'm good at it. Do I really want to start something new? Right. Like, yeah, it's in the same company, but it's still like a change. Like everything changed still. It's a completely different position. Yeah, I feel that. Because it's definitely easy to be like, oh, this opened up over there. Or like, I could be doing that, but like, it's comfy over here. Right. So that was definitely a big accomplishment for me was getting out of my comfort zone to do better in the future. Yeah. And be like, I could do that. Right. I have no idea how to fucking do it now, but I'm gonna learn. Right. Because the position it. I was in before, like, was not a move up the ladder position. Right. It was just like was, a, uh, a grunt work, like this. we need this done. Right. Whereas it was just the position that I'm in now is a like ladder climber. Mm-hmm. Like I'm That's working, you know, I can right. work my way through to these other positions in the department. Like in the future. Yeah. If you wanted to. Yeah. That's good though. Put yourself in like a situation regardless if you use it or not. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter if you quit tomorrow or if you quit in 25 years from now. Like you gave yourself that opportunity so that you can then be in control of your situation. So. Right. Like there's a lot of industry knowledge that I have now that I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. If if need be could move me in a higher position or easily get a job in another company. Right. And like move out of that. Yeah. Versus the job before it was just like an entry level position that any company has that right. they would hire just... anybody to do. Yeah. Like there wasn't like anything like resume worthy for it. From right. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's super good. Though. Whereas now it's like I'm in a, a career building opportunity, not just a job. Mm-hmm. I feel like both of us like we're in two very different positions in our lives. Obviously, mm-hmm. like you have no ties to the world right like at all like you just are terror just going through life like your car's paid off you are like a freelance basically like right it's in the way of just like you could do whatever whenever yeah you like do i could very want. easily cut out every bill i have right that's what i mean like you stop driving throw your phone away what else you got right stop watching tv because we know that's a problem for me <laughs> yeah the fucking subscriptions here we go but right, like I could, you got rid of five. I know that's another accomplishment, guys. I'm not watching so much TV. But right, like I could cancel all my subscriptions. I could cancel my insurance. I could cancel my phone, and then I have no bills. Yeah, you have a very like easy breezy financial situation. Right, and like I feel like the Although, the accomplishment. I stress about every single penny going in and out. Still, <laughs> I know you live like you have as many bills as me. Right, but you don't like actually. 
No. I'm like, I just got paid. I have no money. I just spent all of it. You're like, on what? And I said, my phone bill. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Isn't that $30? Yeah. That they took right out. They didn't even ask. They just took it. You have two, two paychecks. Gone. Just like that. That's too funny. But I feel like the place, like, you are very, like, set in that way where you could just, like, move anywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. But you've also set yourself up to where, like, the best of what you have right now is going to be what's going to help you if you were to move or if you were to, you know what I mean? Like not mm-hmm. having a car payment or not like being in the position that you have at your job, you know, like if mm-hmm. you were to drop everything and move tomorrow, nothing changes. You don't lose right. any worth of anything mm-hmm. like, you know, going into. And I feel like I'm kind of in the same boat. Like obviously I'm more tied down. Like I have a partner and a baby. So like, it's not like I'm just me and I could just like leave. Yeah. I have all these motherfuckers <laughs> and a car in the back. right like in the car but that's what like on my side where I was saying like I'm not there but like my only tie down other than this goddamn dumbass apartment (laughs) love the neighborhood hate the apartment um is my car you know Mm -hmm. and like well and see that's the thing though is that like your car payment can go wherever you go yeah I was just about to say there's like a lease on an apartment cannot (laughs) I mean it can well I just got to pay a lot to get right <sighs> but like we're not like you're not like stuck in like a 30-year mortgage that is going to yeah. cost you more to get out of than to stay in yeah or like me and my boyfriend both have like secure positions at our jobs mm-hmm. but neither of us are like any like if we were going to go to another state and apply for the same job like our quality still goes right like we're not at that like beginning level of anything right you're not like entry level you're experienced yeah it's not like I'm just like working at like a I'm not like a package thrower at FedEx right to apply for another fucking FedEx across the planet you you have knowledge and skill Mm -hmm. for the industry the industry that you work in yeah so like that is definitely so what I heard you say is in so like five six months we're packing up and we're getting out of here (laughs) That was my answer. (laughs) I'm ready. I mean, I feel like if that's a goal that you have in your life, though, is like there's a huge buildup to it, right? You have to make sure like you can mentally move away from Mm -hmm. everything you know. You can physically move away from everything you know. You can financially move away from everything you know. You can, you know what I mean? Like you and whoever you're bringing, if you're bringing anybody can go wherever you're going. Like it's Mm -hmm. not just like, all right, I'm leaving tomorrow. I mean, yeah, you can if you're like a gypsy or something and you're like traveling See, the world in a van. <laughs> but like, that's not my life. That's not your life. I wish it was yeah. my life. Well, man, so we talked about that being our life. So one point. RV. We talked about that for at one point in our life. I would still we do just, it. We were just going to door dash wherever we went, remember? For gas money. I can still do that. Still got the shit. You just also have a baby and a boyfriend. They can also be on the trip to the door dash <laughs> We can deliver food together. Oh, Just like my baby in the backseat be like, this is that grind we were talking about. <laughs> Remember the dream we were living? But oh, see, that's shit. where this podcast comes into play, though. Yeah, we can take it anywhere. Right. We literally can take it anywhere. And, like, I, as much as I love my job, and as much as I love the things that I'm learning at my job... And, like, I could do my current job for the rest of my life if I, like, had to. Mm-hmm. I would much rather turn this podcast into my job. I would love to do this and only this. I would love to spend every day working on content. Like, I love doing this. Yeah, I could definitely second that. Like, as stressful and as difficult and as time-consuming as it is sometimes, I love every second of it. I feel like that is something that makes me feel like the feeling that I have when I'm saying getting closer to being able to move mm-hmm. and like really like think about like what my life would look like without everything I'm used to mm-hmm. is I feel like a huge part of that is this is because it creates like some sort of familiarity you know it's so like that a, it's a community yeah like we will have this regardless of where we're at like this right. will be exactly the same mm-hmm. whether you know? we're in the same city same state 
same right. duplex like it's still gonna be me and you we still right. gonna be doing this shit we still gonna be putting in the work you know like yeah. that is like something that is promised because you know it's ours we're not gonna stop right. fucking working for no. it so like i feel like that plays a huge part in just like knowing where i stand in like the world you know mm-hmm. is it's just that like little like right. on top, little chair yeah. on top because i'm like i don't care where i work i could be a no. you know a package pusher at fucking fedex i still got this though as long as you got a good wi-fi connect baby we're here (laughs) (laughs) right exactly my point (laughs) exactly Uh, my point yeah no i love what we're doing and maybe everybody doesn't but that's fine this is our podcast i mean that's exactly it yeah i have this conversation with my boyfriend all the time because he'd be like like he obviously he loves and supports us you know and like he Mm -hmm. does everything that he needs to do as a supportive you know right. a listener if you will but he doesn't listen to him all the way like our actual episodes he's like I will do everything else but like this you're not I'm not the person that you're I'm not the audience <laughs> you don't I mean, want me as your listener I'm like exactly That's is, this, yeah yes this is not made for everybody See, you know like I love that he is so supportive like, I sent you that screenshot a couple of days ago on my TikTok where it was, like, him liking everything. And I was like, wow, I got a stalker. Someone hasn't been on my TikTok page in a while. <laughs> yeah, he is. I mean, it also comes with, like, him also being creator, right? Like, right. obviously, his is the, I wouldn't say the opposite, but, like, the other side. Like, his is yeah. more his face. Right. Like, he's like, hey, y'all know me because of this, you know? Right. And he like and gets just the a couple voices in the air yeah i mean to a lot of people but then a few are uh-huh. on our youtube window you can see in our faces um True. but like a lot of us like if you are just listening to it it's just listening right like we're in somebody's earbuds just jamming right. along in the day with them and well, they're packing he... up those fedex trucks <laughs> yeah honestly when they're pushing packages and then you get those other people that are like visual like live streaming type shit Mm -hmm. and like so that's why he's I feel like that's why he's more supportive you know it's because he like understands understands. the grinds like the need to be present every single thing like even if it's just the simple thing of like sharing something on Instagram Mm -hmm. you know it's like a little community you're building right like you know it takes takes work yeah I mean it takes a village to build a village Mm mm-hmm um speaking of that accomplishment that little man's over there (laughs) or whatever (laughs) i would say the place that i have come in my love interests Mm -hmm. is exhausting Mm -hmm. but it all got me to here and this was the first boy that i like not not my first boyfriend by any means we didn't even date or anything but like i definitely had my own home definitely had i mean from day one when you and i met Mm -hmm. you were engaged to somebody else (laughs) and still proceeded to say i mean if i ever really actually got married it would probably be to him i mean i I was gonna have a child i don't want it but if i did it would be with him yeah i'm telling you there was some six fucking sense that just told me that we were yes that told me that we were going to be together like we had no romantic relations like when we knew each other in the beginning in high I mean, school even when i first met you he was living with and in a relationship with somebody else right we were engaged to and living with somebody else right and like we never like we weren't out here like being homewreckers like we didn't even talk right. for years i'm talking right. a decade like we yeah, did not so talk like said, we did not socialize engaged. we didn't live in the same neighborhood or you called area. that off you and i moved in together we had some interactions <laughs> <laughs> and then you started and then you started dating your other ex for years like yeah i'm talking it wasn't like decade. you were just like waiting on the sidelines You're like are you gonna break up with her yet are you ready for me yet like yeah seriously you were both living two totally separate lives and then I feel like randomly he would just be someplace that we were at. Yo, but the weird thing is, is like we've been in the same state in like area, right? Like we could have easily drove past each other. We could have easily ran into each other. We could have, we could have just encountered each other's presence way before. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. there's little things that like popped up that like he says he would still hear about me, mm-hmm. but nothing in my life I heard about him. You right. know, like there was just- no... I just feel like there was a couple of times where like we would be somewhere or going somewhere and, we'd be, and you'd be like, oh, that's that guy. <laughs> I know it happened twice. 
Right. But one time we were already talking and it happened. So one time was like early, early. And I was like, was that just, but then it didn't turn into anything, you know? Cause then I was just like, you know, let that, let that idea die. Right. (laughs) I'm not going to die on that hill, you know? And then the time, the second time that we saw him, I was like, I know that boy. (laughs) And then I was like, sheesh. And then like a few years later, now we have a boy. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's so yeah. crazy how that works though. Like I feel like that I will never look at our relationship and be like, this wasn't meant to be solely based off the of the what the actual fuck. Like, how did this shit line up like this? Right. It's fucking bizarre. Cause I'm not just told you that I was gonna marry him. I've told my dad's girlfriend, she told him the second that he met her, he was like, Oh, you're the one she said she was gonna marry like 10 years ago. Or like seven years ago. I mean, like, yeah. so the first <laughs> time we all, the, the first time we all went floating, mm-hmm. him and I for sure had that conversation. Really? Yeah. When you were like, "Yo, she said this one's." Yeah. There was Yo, a hell of times, under the bus. There was a couple times during that river trip where he would like float over to me. He was like, "Hey, can I talk to you?" And I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "So, like, do you know like what she's thinking? Like, because I don't really know." And I said, "Bruh." What do you want to know? <laughs> I, I love that you're an open book, but I fucking hate it when it's not just to me. Bro, you be telling everybody everything. No, I can't help it. I'm like, it's not Why that I ever... Why do you think I started a podcast? I know. When we found out we're good at talking. Yeah. At least it's together. God damn. I mean, yeah. But there was multiple times where, like, he would ask me something or, like, we'd be in a tricky situation. And then I would just be like, 150 percent honest with whatever was going on like to the point that that shit fucking hurt and i was just like well this is where we're at buddy so what are we gonna do and then we moved in before we started dating and And you guys fought the day you moved in oh yeah that thing where they're like if you fight a lot in the beginning it's a red flag red flag after red i just remember like Going to the storage unit and be like, oh, is he coming? You're like, fuck if I know. We got in a fight last night and if he shows up, I don't fucking care. I'm not talking to him. Oh, shit. You showed up and you're like, put this in your car. Carry that. Pick that up. I was like, wow. Oh, shit. I know. We fought so much in the beginning. We fought. We broke up. We've never broken up since we've been like together. Like ever. And like we would never like we don't have that toxic relationship where we're like breaking up all the time or like, you know. But in the beginning, when we were just like a situation chip, mm-hmm. that shit was toxic because it was like we, we like, knew. Don't talk to me anymore. Well, we and were like both two days later. Something... Hey. Yeah, so we were both coming out of something so toxic, and like just situations that like tore us down, you know. Mm-hmm. So then, when we were starting to talk, we were both like in a huge transitional period period for like ourselves. Mm-hmm. So when we we're talking, we we're like, this is it. But like, is it like right person, right time, right place type thing? Because yeah, there was just so much shit going on, you know, and like there was such a huge gray area. So then it would be like, we're talking, but then it would like feel too good. And then one of us would be like, okay, we can't because like, I'm still trying to heal from that. Like th- this baggage mm-hmm. is still spilling, you know, we broke right. up probably like the situation shit probably broke up like 15 times. Jesus Christ before we moved in together yeah like the whole the whole summer that this went over we were like we can't but we have to but we can't <laughs> but we have to but also i'm gonna invite you to all of my friends stuff of course friends of course <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly my point it's like i've never had something like so like we were acting like we were married before we've ever even dated it's so funny because me and one of our other friends were talking about this this specific thing not well it this came up because we were talking about like the different perspectives that our friend mm-hmm. that people in our friend group have on each other's significant others just like in general mm-hmm. like what the group feels about the extras right the and it's just like your like what it's kind of like whatever your first interaction was with that person like kind of determined how you felt about that person for a while mm-hmm. so like she was talking about your boyfriend and how like when she was like kind of first introduced to him it was when you guys were like going through this back and forth yeah she did not like him no in the beginning no and see 
I think because I had this like back knowledge of everything, mm-hmm. I was here for it. <laughs> well, I feel like you had all the baggage, like literally from like right. what fucking year did we start being friends? You know, like 2017, 2015. Right. You had like that initial. So every time over the 11, whatever years mm-hmm. that 10 years that like I had known that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm every slight mention of it you were like here she goes again like once every six months and I was like just do it so like it just was kind of funny how like we have such different perspectives from the same thing from the same like interaction and same with her boyfriends like you and I have very different different interactions with him Mm -hmm. so we have very different perceptions of the situations and same with like our other friends you know Mm-hmm. And it, it just was so weird one day we were talking about it she's like oh well I didn't really like him at first because like they were doing this back and forth thing and like they would just hang out outside of my house but like I never met him and I was like really <laughs> I mean we definitely did do that because I was like the first time that like we hung out hung out we went to the river we went and got digger dinner we ate dinner in my backyard on the sunset like <laughs> that is funny to think about she saw him as like a middle of the night just like hanging out in the car in the parking lot type and then situation. getting out and fighting. like, I'm never talking to him again. Literally. And I'm over here like, we went floating. We ate ramen on my back porch. You're be like, <laughs> she, he met my grandma? Right. <laughs> that is kind of funny, though, when you put it that way. I never thought of that. Yeah. And then I feel like there was like a handful of other things that we did, like the three of us for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like he was just present mean? with us. He's like, okay. Right. But I feel like that situation started when I was on a vacation we were on a vacation oh yeah 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 for sure and then we were just in a three-way call right the whole time yeah (laughs) he he was on the girls trip with us yeah yeah for sure (laughs) but it was just it's just so funny to think about like the different perceptions that people have of things of the same like like, events mm -hmm. I just thought it was so funny we were talking about it the other day and I was like, it's so weird that, like, you have this picture in your mind because I have something totally different in my mind. One day we should, like, dive into that because now I'm, like, interested in, like... Oh, we should. We'll I know we, like, the... went off... Yeah, we went off on, on a little tangent, but it's definitely interesting to, like, just see somebody and then, like, picture how other people see it off of, like, mm-hmm. the littlest thing. We might or the have biggest to thing. Do, we might have to do like a guest episode and have some of our friends come on with us and do like a whole round table. That would be hilarious actually. Of like what our perceptions one of each other were mm-hmm. and two of like our significant others. Yeah, it's kind of hilarious. Cuz I feel like everybody met everybody in such a different way. Well, and like we always talk about like how when we went like we you didn't like me. Oh, like, right. When, when we I met, first met you, I was like, "Who is this girl?" you're like who's this fucking child right (laughs) and now I can't imagine my life without you right that's what I mean like it's so crazy like how the first interaction changes or like your idea changes like over a certain we should go yeah we should do that we're gonna do like uh we're gonna invite our friends I'm gonna put this on a to-do list I feel like we we stay sane we're gonna do shit but anyway I feel like that's a splendid way to end this lovely thing so I have one more accomplishment What's that? I'm just All waiting yours. for it to happen. Oh yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna win a million or uh, four million dollars tonight. Oh right, you're gonna text me exactly when it happens. Right, I'm gonna win Can't four wait. milli. I put it in the air. Four milli, four milli, four milli. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh. uh, when was it? Like a week, two weeks, something ago. Mm-hmm. A few weeks ago, there was a psychic on TikTok who told me that March 7th was going to be a great day. Something good was going to happen. So I bought a bunch of lottery tickets and I said I was going to win. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I did not tell the universe a dollar amount. <laughs> I won. It was just only a few dollars. So this time when I bought my lottery tickets, I told the universe that I will win $4 million. I have, I will have $4 million at the end of this month. I love how the universe was like, yeah, got to be more specific, babe. Right. I was like, I'm going to win. I'm going to buy the tickets. I'm going to win. It's going to be great. Bought the tickets, checked them. And I was like, dope, a couple dollars. Technically, that's a win, I guess. <laughs> that's hilarious that that's actually what happened. Like, you did win. 
Right. I did win. But now that you're being a little bit more sp- precise with what you want. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to get that text tonight. Can't wait for that $4 million to hit the bank account. And then you know what we're doing? We're breaking your lease. So we're packing up and we're getting out. Yeah. I can literally, I have a thing right now. <laughs> I've been saving the paper because I have a feeling that I'm going to break it anyway. <laughs> she said, let me just, I, you know what? Leave everything in your apartment except for the baby. We'll buy yeah. all new stuff. But I'll leave right now. Sneak out me, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Me and this little PC setup, my boyfriend and my baby. That's all we're taking. <laughs> Here for it. And one car leaves the other one there. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I feel like we have accomplished a lot though for being a quarter lives, quarter of our lives down. Yeah, I feel like we've been through a lot. We've got over a lot. We've done mm-hmm. a lot. We're gonna do a lot. Yeah, it's absolutely. Be great. Absolutely. And I feel like all the little accomplishments should not be overlooked. I feel like the little I ones mean, matter the most. Right. The little ones are like your stepping stones to the big ones. Right. You can't get there without the little ones. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Anyway, y'all think about your accomplishments because they're there. They are there. And talk about them with your friends. All All right, y'all. guys enjoyed. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.